This episode of the You're Not Done Yet podcast has been brought to you by The Massage Fairy. Lucky Thomas has been serving the Tallahassee and surrounding areas for seven years. Lucky's passion is helping others feel better in their bodies. Lucky specializes in a myriad of massage modalities such as post-op care, prenatal cupping, sports massages, and more. By using the code LUCKY, all caps, you will receive 10% off any service throughout the rest of October. Please visit www.massagefairyshop.com to book again thank you so much massage fairy for advertising with the you're not done yet podcast let's hop into the episode Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the You're Not Done Yet podcast, where your purpose is just moments away, and I'm here to help you get there. All right, y'all, it's another week, which means it's another episode of the You're Not Done Yet podcast, and today we're speaking to the lovely Driana Holland. So let's get right into this episode. So tell the people, who is Driana Holland? Hey, hey, hey. So my name is Driana Holland. I am a Quincy country girl native. Grew up in Gaston County, Florida. Um, I was a part of first East Gaston, uh, graduating class at East Gaston High School. I have three wonderful children, uh, Kenaya, Keon, and CJ. And then we have our nephew, Jakari, that we raised. And then I have a husband. His name is Shedrick. And I've been married to him for 15 years, and we've been together for 20. So, you know, that's the, the personal portion of me. But the business yeah. side of me is I own iMatter. I'm the finder of iMatter, which is a nonprofit organization that is geared towards mental health awareness in the minority communities. And, of awesome. course, I own Dynamic Explosion Cheer with my sister and mother, which is a nonprofit organization dedicated to creating the whole athlete spiritually, emotionally, and physically. So, I mean, that's basically who I am. (laughs) Yes, but no, that's good because normally when I ask that question, a lot of my guests say like, dog, like you really make me, you know, think about that one. That's deep. You know, it's more than just saying my name is more to it than that. So, no, you answer that question perfectly. So, thank you for that. So, let's just hop right into it. So, what inspired you to create I Matter? So in 2019 of March, I had sent my best friend a text and said, you know what, I'm kind of struggling. I don't know if I want to live. Um, and she was like, what? And I was like, yeah, I don't think I, I, don't think I have a purpose on, on here on earth. Um, you yeah. know, people are not going to miss me. I don't feel like anybody, you know, are really dedicated to me or prioritizing me in their life. And so she drove all the way from Atlanta. Um, in the middle of the night, I think she got to me about two o'clock in the morning, and then we, oh, wow. we got right back on the road. She came and just snatched me out of the house, and we got yes. right back on the road and got back to her house about six. And so for the first day, she didn't bother me, but while I was sleeping, God revealed something in my dream, and He was basically like, "You matter. You have a big purpose in this earth." You're going to change lives. You're going to inspire people to be the better version of themselves. So guess what? I'm going to help you get there and you're going to help other people get there. And he woke woke me up out of my sleep and he said, you should create an event called I Matter. And I was like, why? That doesn't make any sense. Like everybody knows they matter. And it was like, no, everybody doesn't know they matter because you didn't think you matter. 
So right. if you continue to tell people that they matter, that they're important, that their feelings are valid, then they can live a better life. So I, uh, that was in March, April, I started planning the, my first event ever. I had it in November, sold out. And I created the foundation because I realized that there's a lot of people that need to understand mental health and mental wellness. And when I say a lot of people, I'm talking more of the minority communities because right. in the Caucasian community, they are taught to go to therapy. Like I have a lot of friends that are Caucasian and they go to therapy. We can talk about our therapy together. But mm-hmm. in the black community or in the minority community, Hispanic, all the other kinds of stuff, like when we, when we was growing up, I don't know about you, but it was like, pray about it. If you went, yeah. once, yeah, you want to go to a therapist, that was like, you're crazy. You know, if you took some medicine to help with anxiety or depression, you crazy. So it, yeah. it was very traumatic <laughs> growing up in the black community and being taught that only Jesus was the answer. And I'm not saying he isn't, but he's strategically given us people to help us also through life. So my, my motto now is Jesus and therapy will help you get through life. So yeah. that's kind of why I created it. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I was going to say too, I had my first um, introduction to therapy when I was in college and it was that notion in my mind, like, oh Lord, I'm finna go into therapy. And the next thing you know, they're going to be like, you don't went and told that man or that woman all our business. All your business. Yeah. Different. But at the same time, though, like, it's not about you, it's about me. And yeah. you're saying, like you said, you know, pray about it. Okay, but I prayed about it. And God is talking to me, but I didn't talk to somebody like now. I need to go yeah. in somebody's office right now to say how I'm feeling and how do I navigate. But as you know, growing up and now, I feel like our community is starting to take mental health serious because yes. they're seeing how it's starting to unravel. And it's unraveling in kids as young as like elementary school. Like it's it's yes. starting to become a big deal. And so having resources that kind of help you figure out what's going on inside of you mentally is a big deal and it's a great thing and that's why organizations like yours matter so we really do appreciate that as a community um so i wanted to pop into the other part of your business so dynamic explosion cheer so as you said you guys help mold the whole athlete so whether when it's spiritually physically emotionally mentally so what do you think are some things that, for one, prevent people from going to check their mental status or prevent them from actually seeking help to go and talk to somebody? What do you think are some things that stop them from doing that? So judgment, thinking of um, people's opinions, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like thinking about what people will say about you because you want to seek help. Um, another thing is money. You know, some mm. people don't have the insurance or the money to pay for mental health resources. Other right. things can be their parents. You know, their parents don't believe in therapy, so they're not going to go to therapy. Um, yeah. Their parents, sometimes, I'm not saying my athletes, but sometimes athlete parents are so hard on them. And they're like, no, 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 you don't need that. You just need to get it together. And not know, understanding that the child could be going through something mentally because of being bullied at school. You know, right. and so yeah, those are the things that stop kids from um, checking on their mental status, stop parents from checking on their mental status. It's just people's opinions. It's just 
you know, fear, fear that you'll be labeled as something that you don't want to be labeled as. Yeah. But in the end of the day, what really matters is your mental wellness, how you can, you know, make sure you are good mentally, no matter what is going on in your life, even at the age of 10, 6, 7, 8, 9, you know. So that's what I believe stops people from, you know, engaging and checking on their mental status. Yeah. And then follow up with that. How important is it for you to know your mental status? Like how important is it for you to say, okay, mentally, I'm not right. Mentally, I'm feeling like something is going on and I cannot explain it. How important is that for you to know your mental status? Yeah, it is very important because if you, my therapist said to me before, like, she was like, you are a high functional um, person who holds in your emotions. So basically, mm. I can, if I'm feeling depressed, I can still function through life because yeah. I learned how to cope with it because of behaviors I learned in the past. And which I tell mm-hmm. people all the time, you have to unlearn those behaviors and you have to, you know, kill generational curses and generational traumas. Because that is not healthy for the human being. So no. for me, I check my status every week. Oh, shoot, every day. Like, yeah, I have friends that will just send a text. Hey, how are you physically, spiritually, mentally, emotionally? You good? I, um, yeah. I, I see a therapist every week. You know what I'm saying? Because where I was last year, January and July, I, no, January and June, I tried to commit suicide twice. And you would think a person like me, like if you see social media, you see me. I mean, of course, people see me sometimes in a hospital sick because I don't have that stuff. But you also see yes. me living my life. And you would think, well, why would she want to do that? It's because I give right. so much to people. I'm always there. I'm so strong for all of my friends, for all of my family, for people who I don't even know. And then yeah. when I'm going through something, it's like, who's there to check on me? You know, okay. even if I reach out and I'm like, hey, something ain't right, you know, but... <laughs> What's great about all of my friends now is that one, I set boundaries. That is very important. Two, yes. Two, my friends, when I say, y'all, I'm not right. I need it. I need a moment. I need y'all. And they be like, they put everything down, bet what we're doing. And that's because I made it, made everyone around me understand that when you have good mental wellness, when your mental health is good, you flow better in your destiny. Yeah. So, you know, check every day. You know, wake up in the morning and set a routine. I tell people all the time, set a routine when you wake up in the morning. I didn't used to do that and that made me stress. But in okay. the morning, just take time out to sit up, sit with nature, to walk five minutes, to do something for you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Them kids going to be there, that man, that woman, that friend, that job, that money. It's all going to yeah. be there. So Yeah, well. 100%. So, I would say, what are some things that you feel like you have faced with your athletes and their mental health? Like, what are some things that really made you feel like, well, I'm glad I'm doing this now and I'm glad that it's me. So later on in life, they don't feel like they have to run to another person when they can just come and we can deal with it right here, right now. You know, because I understand because, you know, my sisters and brothers, they grew up as athletes and you look at your team as your family. So it's like, mm-hmm. what things have you encountered with your athletes, you know, to where you knew that, okay, I really got to start building a sense of community. I really have to put them in the room to say, we're here for you guys. And this is how we're going to get through it pretty much. Yeah. 
So what happened is I've had some some kids um, experience suicidal thoughts. Hmm. I had some kids experience bullying. Yeah. I had some kids experience harassment, um, like loss, loss of family members, loss. Um, some parents could have divorced. Like it's so many different things, so many different experiences that last season, season six for us that I saw and I said, season seven, mental health is going to be more present. Season six, yeah. we introduced it. It's called yeah. BXC Matters. But season seven is actually implemented. So what we do is once a month, I have two social worker um, graduates. Okay. Um, they're going to get their master's now, um, coaches, my um, some of the assistant coaches. And they, along with those two and myself, we interview the kids once a month, all of them. I think we have over 160 athletes. So okay. we interview each one of them every month and we check on them, you know, not just school, but at home and we make sure they're okay. We make sure they don't have any issues with anybody. And if they do, you know, we handle it for them and with them. So those, it's a lot of different scenarios that happen in young kids lives. You know, when parents break up, when friends are mean, when, you know, somebody die or, you know, when they can't get anything, when they get hurt. So it's a lot of mental stuff going on with those kids. So we implemented the mental wellness check-ins once a month. Um, I also uh, implemented a calendar for the parents to sign their children up to have mental wellness one-on-ones if they feel like they need their child to talk to somebody. Um, We also implemented making sure that the parents have people to talk to so they can also book mental wellness one-on-ones with us. And um, then we do affirmations with the kids. So after every practice, we do affirmations. Huh? Yeah. I said, yes, we need a good affirmation now. We need us a good affirmation. We do, right? So they have different affirmations every week. And all seven teams say it at the end of practice. We implement it, making sure we pray, you know, every practice. Don't skip that. Because for us, our foundation is God, family, love. If there's, yeah. You can't separate it. You can't take one from another. That's who we are. And um, no one can take that from us. So, yeah. Awesome. Yes. And I was going to say, too, I just know that, um, like you said, like especially routine. And then I have made it my mission as well to at least talk to someone that I know that doesn't mind listening and just say, hey, this is how I'm feeling right now. Not saying it's going to last forever. okay? but in this moment, this is just how I'm feeling. okay? And, you know, like I'm writing down in my journal. I'm like you said, I'm saying my affirmations. I'm listening to my word and. And most of the time, it's really that they just want somebody to listen. They just want somebody to hear what they're saying, and they just want to feel validated. And letting them know, like, your feelings do matter. You do have the right to feel how you feel in this moment. So, no, that's great. And I can only imagine how sports would be if a lot of teams took it as serious as you guys do and whether it's just taking a break from practice and just say, Hey, y'all let's go. Like you said, let's go run outside. Let's go sit in the grass and let's talk. Like, let's, you know, let's go do something like, let's get your mind off of whatever you got going on right now, but creating a safe space for them to be able to be open. And I feel like that is so amazing. My next question is I ask all my guests this. So, you guys know that this is a purpose-based, a purpose-based podcast, so you know I got to ask the question. So do you feel like you are pursuing your purpose? If so, how? And if not, why? 
Yes, I am. And I'll say this. A lot of times people think when they get into their purpose or their passion or their destiny, however they want to phrase it, yes. that it's going to be peaches and cream. <laughs> it is not. Um, but not at all. And so my purpose in life, I feel like, well, I know, is to inspire and motivate people to not only be the best version of themselves, but the whole version of themselves. So I call yeah. it building the whole person through the lens of self. Mm. So that's what I kind of offer um, to the community, to the world, to corporate America, to organizations. I offer these uh, mental wealth and team building workforce and school force based programs to help yeah. not only corporate or businesses build up their teams, but to also build up their team's minds, you know, yeah. and then not only for to build up these kids in school, but to help them understand how to navigate, you know, through emotional situations and how to use coping skills to get to the next level. So, yeah. I mean, it took me a moment to find it because I got aggravated always sending out encouragement texts to these people and, you know, inspiring people and motivating people to, you know, fulfill yeah. their purpose and destiny in life. And then I'm over here, like, feeling sour because ain't nobody, like, sometimes they don't respond in text or, yeah. you know, yeah. sometimes they don't respond in email or they just look at you crazy. So, yeah. Yeah. but, but I've, understand, I've understood lately that mm -hmm. everybody is not for you. I understood that everybody is not going to always understand you or your purpose or your Correct. vision. And Correct. so I, I built a team. I have a team of people that works with me for certain events and certain things. And I do believe that we're on here doing this podcast, but we're going to look back and say, yeah. hey, you know what? I did that podcast with you because I'm going to be on stages speaking to people, right. letting them know that they matter. So, yeah, I found my purpose. I love it. I love people. Yes. And no, and that's amazing. And, you know, like you said, I tell, preach that all the time. You know, your purpose is never going to be easy, right? But it's going to be one of the most fulfilling things that you're ever, ever going to do in your life. Because once you get to that point where a guy's like, okay, now you can sit down now for a little bit until I call you back again. But you get to look back over your life and say, well, dog, I didn't give up. And look where it got me. I didn't give up. And look who I, like, who, look who I've touched. Look who's been looking up to me like, dog, girl, like you did it. I know I could do it too. And I feel like that's, that's the beauty of it. Because like you said... It may look all good on social media or it may look good now, but I do have my times when I'm down. I do have my moments where I'm just like, bump it. Like, I'm being selfish this week. I'm being selfish today. I don't feel like talking to nobody and inspiring nobody. And I get in that mode, too, because I'm just like, well, Lord, I don't feel like it. I don't. I don't. I don't feel like doing anything. Like, why can't I just sit here and just watch my shows for the whole day? Mm -mm. And God be like, yeah, but did I call you to do that, though? Is that, did I tell you to do that today? Do you feel like that's what you need to be doing today? And then you get that itch. Like, okay, God, let's go. Let's, let me go ahead and surrender and just say, yeah. All right. I hear you. God. Just, you know, sometimes even when you get in that space, because I've learned this, because I used to be in that space a lot. Yeah. You got to take a minute for yourself and sit down and wonder, why do you feel this way? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. What has happened 
that made you feel like you don't want to make somebody else's day better. Because yeah. something has happened in your atmosphere, in your environment, that has yeah. caused you to shift your spirit. And now you're feeling a little bit of friction and tension and frustration. Yes. And so therefore, you're like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I don't feel like doing it. And it's like, yeah. you got to sit down and be like, girl, what's wrong with you? Check yourself, right. you know? What's going on? <laughs> what's going on? Go get your journal. Go write it out. Go talk it out. Go do what you need to do. But go podcast your- it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, podcast it out. Listen, podcast it out. Because this right here has just proven to be a great sense of therapy for me. So I know that it's healthy avenues and ways for you to express yourself. And then I always learned, too, that, you know, somebody is feeling exactly the same way that you're feeling. Yeah, Somebody is really going through the same thing that you're going through. But they're waiting for you to tell your story. So they can tell theirs or they can be obedient to what it is that they've been called to do. So I'm like, okay, I, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting better at it. I'm getting, I can say this. I can say this. I love, I love the fact that you are driven. Um, I love the fact that you are a go-getter. I love that you created this podcast. I listen to you. I don't say a whole lot because I be going in and out of different things and be forgetting the comment. But yeah. I'm like, I'm so proud of her because I remember you when you was a baby, you know, and now <laughs> you are a grown, successful, beautiful woman and a great mother. So I think you're doing an excellent job and you got to keep going because this is, this is just the beginning and baby, you ain't done yet. Okay. No, not at all. Just getting started. Just, just okay. getting started. Okay. And I received that. I received that. So as we close yes. out the episode, if you could leave our listeners, our viewers with anything, what would you leave them with? I will leave them with this. If you don't believe in yourself, no one else will. Mm. You, the sky is not the limit. You are. Mm. Some people that all the time, people are like, oh, the sky is the limit. No, you're the limit. You and your limit. So whatever you don't want to do is because you don't want to do it. But if you want to do something, you can do whatever you put your mind to. And it sounds cliche, but it's true. And watch your mouth. Because I remember reading the book, God's Creative Word. Um, Katrina Nicole put us on that. And it says in there, Jesus told the people, I told them they could have what they say but they saying what they have. What they have. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So when people be like, yeah. they broke, they gonna stay broke because they saying they broke. You know, yeah, and it yeah. sounds like, duh, we should know better. But manifestation is real. And yeah. you need, I tell people, I learned this from Bishop Washington, that you need to sit down and you need to look at where if God gave you a vision, sit down and see what the end result gonna be. Mm-hmm. And once you do that, don't worry about the how. Just do. Just keep going. Yeah, just, just do. do. And if you're yeah. scared, but you shouldn't be scared, but everybody everybody is scared because I, I was fearful of things. But do it yeah. scared. Just do it yeah. scared. Do it scared. Do it afraid. Do it anyway. And then, like they say, like, just start. Like, it's not going to be perfect by any means necessary. It's not perfect. Because, listen, I feel like by this time, I'm supposed to be 
on a podcast network somewhere. I'm supposed to be in this fancy studio. And it's like, no, baby, I'm doing what I got to do until God calls me to that place. Until God puts me in that room to where I know that this is heading. But you have to be okay with the now, but knowing that better is on the way. You can't hop into something that you want the end result as soon as you start because it's not going to happen that way. <laughs> like, it takes time. It takes time. It takes, allow him to mold yeah. you. Allow him to grow you in those places where you need a little bit of work. In, okay? And it's it's totally yeah. fine. We need well, a lot of work sometimes. Like, because this is the thing. You have to understand when we were growing up, we learned certain behaviors. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I know that I wasn't taught really was like a deep, deep, deep dive of the Bible and how these people, if you pay attention to these stories, uh, how they, you know, were successful or how they failed. And I just believe that people need to just sit with themselves and learn who they truly are and yeah. learn what they like, and what they don't like. Set those boundaries. Don't be scared to set boundaries with family, yeah. friends, spouses, boyfriends, girlfriends, fr- whatever, kids, everybody. Set those <laughs> boundaries. With the dog, the cat, everybody. Set those boundaries. Everything. <laughs> so yeah, I just I just want people to know that, you know, even when you feel like you you've done all you can, keep going. Don't give yeah. up. Keep trying. Yeah. Because one day, one day, and it happened to me the other day, one day you're gonna wake up and you're gonna thank God that you are not where you used to be at. Used to be you yeah. You're gonna appreciate the fact that he allowed you to make it through that storm in order to see the rainbow. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just, I'm just excited because all the hell I've been through, baby, the future is looking marvelous for me. Because now, now nobody can't tell me nothing. You hear me? The devil better recognize who I am because I don't, let me tell you something. In May, I had 14 seizures in one day. I literally almost died. And when yeah. I came out of that in May, I said, no more. One thing I'm going to do is know my worth, set my boundaries, and d- tell people they better not play with me because God don't play by me. So that's it. Like, I'm just in a mood of I can do anything I want to do. I can have whatever I want. And I yeah. will be everything that God want me to be and said I was going to be when he created me in my mama's womb before I even knew me. So. Well, I knew me. Hello. That's what that's what's gonna happen. So yeah, that's what I gotta say. Love it. No, but thank you so much for joining me on this beautiful, beautiful episode. So if the people want to get in contact with you, maybe want to get some trainings in or even want to hear you speak or have them come speak to their group or their organizations, where can they find you or how can they get in contact with you? Yes, on Facebook, I'm Dreon Holland, Instagram on Dreon Holland. Um, D R E U N A. <laughs> I don't know how to spell my name. I'm gonna make sure I put it in the uh, description bar, so I got you. <laughs> hey. And then you know I have iMatter, and they can find me at dynamicexplosion.com or driana.holland at mail.com. They can email me. So I'm I'm pretty much all across the board, all across everywhere. You can't miss me. I'm trying not to let nobody miss me because I love everybody. I'm like, hey, let me help y'all. So, yeah, that's, no, that's I'm cool. Sorry. 
Yes, yes, putting yourself out there. I love it. Well, guys, this has been an amazing episode of the You're Not Done Yet podcast. Andriana, thank you, thank you so much for coming and chatting with me today about how your mental is instrumental and how it fuels you and walking in your purpose. So I really, really, really do appreciate it. So make sure you guys are following us on Instagram at You're Not Done Yet Pod and your host, me, at It's Andrea B. And we will see you guys next week. See you next time. Hi.